0: Hey guys, good morning. Day 10 of our Christmas Advent reading. Give you time just a minute to grab your Bibles. We're going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 18. We'll be doing verses uh, 15 through 18. The title today is going to be A Prophet Like Moses. Um, Man, i tell you, uh, the the pictures of Jesus all through that of the life of Moses or the the foretelling, um, I guess would be the, the correct verbiage there, but uh, today uh, we're going to be reading from Deuteronomy 18 and we're going to be looking at how uh, that, that, that picture of that Moses uh, gives to us of the coming uh, the coming king of kings, uh, the one we're looking forward to worshiping on December the 25th and uh, thankful for uh, that coming of the Messiah. So here we go, Deuteronomy chapter 18. we're going to start in verse 15, and the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet. Like me from among you, from your country, uh, from your countrymen, you shall listen to him. This is according to all that you ask of the Lord your God in Horeb on the day of the assembly, uh, saying, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord, uh, my God. Let me not see the great fire anymore, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, they have spoken well. And I will raise up a prophet from among their countrymen like you. And I will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And so that's our Bible reading Uh, in Deuteronomy. Again, just hanging in the Old Testament, uh, looking for those signs of the coming Messiah uh, that God had given to us and given to them uh, as well. So here we go. Ready, set. First off, the book of Deuteronomy is one of the most enjoyable books to read, and I do enjoy uh, Deuteronomy. Uh, Deuteronomy 6 is good also. It's so good because in it, we get to see God's heart for his people. It is constantly talking about how special these people are to God and how special God should be to his people. It's really good. Anyway, it is basically a series of sermons that Moses is given to prepare the people for the promised land. One of the biggest reasons why Moses is doing this is because he is not going to go, he's not going to get it to go in That he and his recording of the word of God for God's people and part of the preparing the people for their next chapter is the passing on of the leadership from Moses to Joshua. If you uh, see Joshua, but not Joshua, if you're reading through the Old Testament and you come across this passage, it seems pretty cut and dry that Moses is transferring the authority to lead over to Joshua but there's more going on here. This is another one of those situations where we see God given a promise that will have more than one fulfillment. Spoiler alert, it's also about Jesus. First, let's look, let's look at Joshua. Um, it is fair to say that he is a prophet like Moses. Absolutely. Let's look at a few examples. In Joshua chapter one, God has a conversation with Joshua where he appoints him to lead the people of Israel. Several times in this conversation, God tells him to be strong and courageous. To back it up, he tells him, just like I was with Moses, so I will be with you. That's God's promise to Joshua. God is one that actually makes the comparison between Joshua and Moses. In addition to that, in 4.14, the people seem to acknowledge that he is like Moses. The scripture tells us this. On that day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all of Israel. And they stood in awe of him, just as they had stood in awe of Moses all the days of his life. If you needed any more confirmation that, Moses, that Joshua is the guy, then look at chapter 5 and verses 13 through 15. And when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us or, um, or for your adversaries? And he said, no, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. That's good. You need to go. That's good stuff. Now I have come and Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to a servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take off your sandals from your feet for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. Where have you seen this before? Just like God commissioned Moses at the burning bush, so now God is commissioning Joshua. And he tells both of them to take off their shoes because they are standing on holy ground. But wait, there's more. But the, the most interesting aspect about all of this is that the people of Israel still were looking for a prophet to come. Somehow they, somehow, they realized that Joshua was God's appointed man for the moment, but thought that God was still sending someone else. Maybe it's because the promise in Joshua 1 had so much about God's word being in the prophet that he would speak for God. Maybe it's because Joshua eventually died and they still needed a leader. Whatever the reason, we can see from the testimony of the New Testament that they were still looking for the coming of this new prophet. In John 1, when the Jewish leaders see John the Baptist, they ask him, are you the prophet? Apparently, their study of Old Testament had led them to believe that they were still waiting for the Christ, Elijah, and the prophet. Pretty cool. Then in Acts 3, when Peter is preaching, he refers to Jesus by quoting this passage from Deuteronomy. And finally, in Acts 7, we see Stephen saying the same thing about Jesus. Our reflection. As we continue to get closer and closer to the birth of Jesus, and I'm looking forward. We need to constantly keep these truths in front of us over and over in the pages of scripture. We can see God planning and working out all of these things. Sometimes we get to see the way he, it works out. And sometimes we don't with this prophecy that Moses prophesied. We actually get to see it work out twice. I was holding my finger twice. Joshua comes into the scene to to lead God's people as Moses did. And then Joshua was faithful and, and we can praise and we can praise God for him. But when Jesus comes on the scene, when Jesus comes on the scene, he does what neither Moses nor Joshua could ever dreamed of. Moses led his people out of 400 years of slavery in Egypt, but Jesus leads his people out of an eternal slavery to sin Praise God that He would send this baby to be our prophet, priest, and king. So that's day ten, and I hope you've enjoyed it, uh, guys. Just again, just walking through the Old Testament scriptures for twenty days. I, I'll I'll remind you, man. When I was a kid, uh, I thought it was just Luke two. Um, it's just amazing to see. Uh, how God's word, the whole council, uh, is just weaved with that of the story of Christ, the coming Messiah, and then the Messiah, and then the death of our, of our Savior. So, hey, enjoy. Get in the word of God. Hope y'all have an amazing day. See ya.